Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the Fortress of the Mind podcast. It's August 2nd, 2016. It's a Tuesday. And we will be answering a reader's email, a very good email that I got today. And I wanted to answer it immediately here. And he says, Dear Quintus, I would like to begin by stating I feel very fortunate to have found your work. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, You really are a light in the fog. I have read 37 in Stoic Paradoxes and received on duties a couple weeks ago. Looking forward to it, but I can tell it will take some time. I know it will be worthwhile. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, He says, says, I will try to be brief. Without going into too much detail, I am in the medical profession and make life and death decisions only on a daily basis. I think I am good at my work and I am able to do this in a competent fashion knowing when I am right about something and when I am in an area that is not my bailiwick. However, in some aspects of my personal life I have difficulty either pulling the trigger or not being swayed by others' opinions. Again, I'm just just reading the way he's written this email, so if there's uh, grammatical inconsistencies, it's just the way it's written. I think some of this rubbed off on me from my dad. In spite of his many positive qualities, he probably too often tries to see both sides of the coin. I can be fickle, lack confidence in my own opinions, and have trouble sticking to a course when I am not sure it is the best one. Being open-minded and desirous of acquiring as being open-minded and desirous of acquiring as much information as possible to make a wise choice is a good thing. However, being malleable is not. I am in my early 40s. I am sure my be- I am sure my behavior is classic beta uh, and I am attempting to work on it. Do you have any writings or cataloged podcast I might have missed which could provide some guidance on how to address this indecisiveness? So that's his question. His question revolves around indecisiveness and how to deal with it how to overcome it, how to break through indecisiveness. Well, I have a few comments about that. First, let me say that indecisiveness in one's personal life, when one is a professional or someone who works in a high-octane job, a high-pressure job, say a surgeon or a lawyer or a a military commander or, or anyone who's responsible for a large number of people, or who has a lot of pressure exerted on him, say someone who works in a corporate job, some sort of CEO or CFO, one of these types of positions. These people are stressed out or are dealing with stress on a daily basis. They have a great deal of responsibility on their shoulders. And from what I've read, it's not uncommon for these types of people to... to, um, Basically, when it comes to their personal lives, to essentially surrender control of the key decisions to other people. In other words, it seems that all of their energies are consumed with their professional duties and their professional responsibilities. But when it comes time to dealing with their own personal lives, they find themselves unwilling really to take on that that same level of, of responsibility. And the psychologists tell us that this is somewhat normal. In fact, I've read, I can't remember the names of the world leaders, but it's, it's, often, it's often been noted that 
certain world leaders or uh, historic leaders have been in their own private lives somewhat uh, they they have adopted somewhat masochistic traits in the sense that they they do not want to take an active role in their personal lives i've even read stories about uh, famous men who are unwilling to take the initiative when it comes to their own private sexual lives they prefer to be dominated rather than to dominate they prefer to be abused rather than to take an active role uh, in their own personal lives in that way. Now, these are extreme examples, but I'm making the point to illustrate that it's not unusual for people who have these types of high-octane jobs, like you do. You said in your, in your email, you said that you were a medical professional and you have to make life-and-death decisions. So my guess is that your, your mind is probably consumed on a daily basis with these weighty responsibilities and when it comes to your private life when you get home at the end of the day you just want to zone out you don't really want to make decisions you want to mentally check out all right and i've seen that dynamic i've seen that before with clients that i've dealt with i've seen that dynamic uh, before with people that i've dealt with so it is not unusual so i'm starting out by saying that to give you a little bit of perspective Again, I, I, I'm not a psychologist, I don't have psychological training, but I do read, and I do observe, and I think I do have an opinion that can shed some light on your situation. So, my first point to you would be, be easy on yourself in this respect. Don't be too hard on yourself. It is not unusual to be a little bit indecisive for your profession, for someone who has your level of responsibility. The second point I want to make is that indecisiveness is not always a bad trait. You know, we're taught we're taught to believe that you should always be out there making a decision in in every critical moment and and disposing of issues immediately and 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 taking care of things uh and I tend to be that way. Personally, that's how I am. But I've also read that some of the great uh, captains of history, military commanders, uh, kings, presidents, leaders, have not been as decisive and decision-oriented as you, as you might think. There are some of them, and I won't name them, because that'll lead us into directions that uh, I don't want to spend time on, but some of them have actually been quite indecisive. They've procrastinated. They've prolonged making decisions until the last possible moment. And maybe in some ways that's a that's a good thing. Maybe that prevents hasty decisions. Maybe sometimes decisions made too quickly and too much in the heat of the moment turn out to be not as wise and not as enduring as those taken when the decision is forced upon one. So my point is that indecisiveness is not necessarily a bad thing. A third point is um, we have to look at the nature of the action. We have to look at the nature of the indecisiveness to see what type of indecisiveness that you're dealing with. What is, that's what I would ask you, what is the, or what you should ask yourself is what is the source 
of your indecisiveness? Is it boredom? Is it is it are, are you in other words are you being indecisive simply because you're bored with your relationship or with your job or or with the company that you keep or with the environment that you relax in in your spare time in your off time? Or is your indecisiveness rooted in unhappiness? Are you unhappy for some reason? Are you unhappy with the people that you're hanging around with? Are you unhappy with your spouse? Are you unhappy with your family? Are you unhappy with the people that you have to interact with? So you have to ask yourself that question. What is the reason for the indecisiveness? And this may be a difficult question to answer. You're going to have to really dig deep to really find out this answer. And you may need to talk to someone about that. And my point of what I'm trying to get is, is this. If your indecisiveness is rooted in something that you can change, in other words, if you're dissatisfied with your job, or if you're dissatisfied with your position, or if you're dissatisfied with the people that you're hanging around, then you need to make changes to remove that bad thing in your life. And if you'd make those changes, then you might be able to get rid of this indecisiveness. If you remove the cause, you remove the problem. If you remove the cause, you remove the problem. So that's my point. What is the source of your indecisiveness? Is it boredom? Is it unhappiness with something in your life? Or is it simply because you're wrestling with issues? Are you, is your mind cogitating and wrestling with certain issues that maybe you don't want to discuss in your email to me, or maybe you yourself haven't even thought about it. Maybe these issues that you're wrestling with are deeply buried in the subconscious, and it's going to take some time for you to find that out. So we have to look at the source of the indecisiveness. And when I say that, I am repeating the advice, and lately I've been going back to Cicero's On Duties. Um, when I say that, I'm echoing what Cicero would have said. And let me illustrate what I mean by that. I'm looking here at book book three. Book three, when moral goodness comes into conflict with advantageousness. I'm looking at book three, chapter four, subsection 18. And he says, at the end of subsection 18, he says, But what is it then that sometimes raises doubts for us? and seems to demand additional analysis, I believe it is this. When a doubt arises regarding some action, we then have to ask what sort of action this really is. I'll repeat that. When doubt arises regarding some action, we have to then ask what sort of action this really is. Now what he meant by that is, when we're in doubt as to what to do, we need to ask ourselves, what is the nature of the action that we're proposing to do? And I'm going to take that same way of thinking and transpose it onto your question. When you ask me, is my indecisiveness a bad thing? I'm going to ask you, I'm going to respond to you. I'm going to throw it right back at you and say, what is the source of your indecisiveness? Is it boredom? Is it unhappiness? Is it because you're wrestling with certain issues? And if you can trace the roots of your indecisiveness, then you may be well on your way to telling yourself if it is a vice, if it is a bad thing, and if so, does, is it something that needs to be cured? 
And this is not necessarily certain. This is not necessarily uh, a given. Because as, as I said before, it is not always true that indecisiveness is a bad thing. It is not always true that indecisiveness is a bad thing. If it's, in many ways, it can, it can be the sign of a prudent and active mind. Indecisiveness can be the sign of a prudent, active, and thoughtful mind that is weighing and testing propositions and balancing them out and going through that decision-making process that a creative, active mind does to come at a useful decision. But if your indecisiveness is the product of timidity, if it's the product of some sort of foible, of some sort of weakness, of, of say, timidity or uh, excessive caution, then that's something altogether different. Because timidity is a vice. Because timidity, to me, comes down to fear. It comes down to you're afraid of something. So you're going to have to do some honest and deep soul-searching to ask yourself, why are you being indecisive? And I tend to think, just from reading your email, that you're probably just a worn-out professional, like a lot of people out there, who just wants to unwind and really doesn't want to be burdened with making a lot of critical decisions in his spare time. And if that's the case, then you're, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. You're probably okay. But if this timidity, if this indecisiveness is sourced from a, a, a much more a serious cause, in other words, if it's due to timidity or dissatisfaction with your environment or some deeper uh, life dissatisfaction, then you're going to need to identify that quickly and try to take action to remove those negative things from your, from your environment so that you don't have to uh, persist in this uh, indecisive frame of mind that you have. Obviously, it's bothering you, because otherwise you would not have asked about it. And if you feel that you need inspiration on how to overcome indecisiveness, then frankly, you know, you, you said that you've, uh, you've read uh, 37. Uh, I would recommend you read Pantheon, uh, because in those two books, I have uh, gone through the trouble of providing a wealth of historical examples of great men in history who overcame great odds and who triumphed in very, very adverse situations. And these were men who had to make decisions and made decisions that turned out to be right. And some of them made decisions that turned out to be wrong. There's no better crucible than experience. And it sounds like you already know how to be decisive. And I think if we just think about your situation, we, we, we can say that you already know how to be decisive. In your job, you said you make life and death decisions every day. So you, you already know how to do it. You already have the tools. You already have the tools. My guess is there's something going on in your private life. There's some sort of distraction. And you're going to have to find out. Without more information from you, I can't really answer that question. You're going to have to find out, is it due to boredom? Is it due to unhappiness? Or is it due to some sort of mental turmoil that you're going through in issues that you're dealing with? And if you can narrow it down 
and then I think you'll be well on your way to identifying the problem. But check out those other two books that I recommended. Uh, you know, check out Pantheon, check out Pathways, uh, because we all wrestle with these issues. All of us want to become more decisive, want to become more um, mission-oriented, because these are the traits and these are the skills that enable us to survive in life. But so far, from what you've told me, I like what I hear, and I think you're going to be fine. So this will conclude our podcast here at Fortress of the Mind. If you've enjoyed it, I would ask that you go to uh, iTunes and rate me on iTunes so that others can find this podcast. And until next time, I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.